people, welcome to the ESL Podcast. I'm so goddamn grateful for today, man. It is another Business English Saturday. This is actually one of the very first times I've actually done this outdoors. We got baby Jesus. No, it's not Jesus. It's actually baby Cupid. I got Cupid just over my right shoulder. Um, and you know, it's a beautiful day. I'm outside outdoors. I hope you guys don't hear the baby screaming in the background. If so, let me know. I'll throw the water bottle over there. And I got the wonderful Ebru. She has come on to the podcast before she has come on to my life before you guys may have seen her before us discussing a number of different things. And she is back Ebru without further ado. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Arsenio. Hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So for everyone who's going to be joining, not exactly sure. I might have some of my business English students out here in Thailand join. But if they do not, it is all good. I will hate you guys, but not for too long. But anyway, so today is the coach approach topic. Coaching in general. And because this is on my ESL podcast and, you know, so many other people have, you know, watched me and viewed me from around the world and stuff. I love these different and I love coaching in general because I believe and because I've been doing both you and I had a, a, a crazy long. That was an hour and a half boop, gone. And, you know, we were discussing a number of different things. But I realized that I needed coaching to get me out of a rut that I've been in since probably I was a kid to change a lot of things, you know, subconsciously. Mm -hmm. So that I could finally develop into the greatest human being Arsenio can develop into and show up into the world. So when we talk about coaching in general, Ebru, what are some of the first things that come to mind? And, you know, when was the first time you've ever experienced coaching? There's a number of different coaches. There's high performance coaching. There's life coaching. There's transformation coaching. There's a mm -hmm. number of different things. You know, you have different mentors that, you know, that specify or, you know, what is it? They specialize in different things such as uh, business coaching. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, my God. There are a number of other things. So, yeah, I'll let you take it away from there. Yeah, I um, last it was late last year when I realized that I was kind of like stuck in a rut. I mean, I had these, you know, many goals that I wanted to achieve. But something was stopping me from from achieving them. And um, so I actually hired a life coach slash therapist. So uh, shout out to Yaya if, he, if he's watching this. But um, he's my life coach and uh, therapist at the same time. And um, coaching really is about helping someone achieve their goals and overcome their obstacles um that's that's how i see coaching and i do coaching myself with my business english students uh because i could see that you know when they want to improve their their english there's something that is stopping them from improving you know what i mean it's um this could be um something to do with their childhood trauma even um when they can't, you know, progress. Ebru, so, can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah, yeah. How come I can't hear you? This is oh, horrible. Yeah. You were literally speaking for about a minute and a half. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what is going on? Unless something is wrong with my motherfucking ear. Okay, hold on. Let me just, okay, so okay. you can hear me. So, hear you, yeah. real quick, I know this is some terrible technical difficulties. <laughs> Ebru, can you still hear me right now? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, yeah. so you can still hear me right now, which is unreal. And now I'm just trying 
to see how I could hear you. StreamYard is a terrible. <laughs> okay, so external microphones. Okay, hello. Nope, for some reason. But for Can some reason, oh, there, there you go. Finally, you're me? back. You're back. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. I am so sorry, Ebru. I don't know what happened. It just popped up and said, "Hey, we're gonna fuck up your live show right here, right now." Are you ready for it? I said, "You son of a bitch!" Like, why now? So, anyways, okay, Ebru. Um, yeah. Okay, I don't even know. Okay, just give me a couple of keywords. I don't want you to explain a minute and a half of what the hell. Okay, you just give me a couple of keywords, and I'll just take it from there. So, what was yes. it that you spoke? Yeah. Yeah, so I mentioned that I, I was kind of stuck in a rut like yourself. Uh, this happened last year where um, I wanted to achieve my goals, but something was stopping me from achieving them. So I hired a life coach slash therapist um, mm. to help me. Um, mm -hmm. So what coaching has, has done for me is that... Um, my coach has been able to help me with overcoming obstacles. Yeah. Um, because we get stuck in a rut for many, many reasons. And sometimes we don't know, but generally it stems from, you know, childhood trauma or, you know, past time, um, past experiences that mm. have, you know, stopped us from progressing. And mm. coaching is also about accountability as well. Um, when you're on your own, it's difficult to achieve your goals because there are no deadlines. No one is setting you any deadlines, like if you were to work in a company. So um, coaching, you know, helps you to be accountable. And um, so my coach uh, checks in with me to see how I'm progressing, what I'm doing, where am I stuck, what, is, um, what has been successful, what has been hard, etc. And I do the same with my business English students as well. So I don't just teach the language that they need, but also I ask them what their goals are, so what their dreams are, and help them achieve those those dreams. Mm, yeah, I man, I'm telling you. Yeah, you know, when you were speaking about that, I realized that, you know, if you look at especially like business professionals, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of them, it's in the 10 categories of life, okay? I'm talking about, okay, your finances, your learning, uh, your mental health, your health in general, um, and the other six categories. I always do that nice little rundown. It's like a monthly mm. review, right? And you look at all these angel investors and people that are living out there in California making all this money, all that stuff. They are only money-centered, and they are strong in just one area, but they neglect mm -hmm. everything else. That's hey, right. yeah. let, let's look at Jeff Bezos. Let's mm -hmm. talk about Bill Gates. Oh, my God. They're so rich. They're so you got all these people say, "Woo, he has so much money. I would love to have his money. I don't care about divorce. Oh, oh believe me. You don't want that. You don't <laughs> no. want that type of life. You know what I mean? And so yeah. a lot of people, you know, in these people at the top, not blaming or anything, but you could tell a lot of what a person is once they make a certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. You know, if for whatever reason I ended up changing as a human being, once I began making like a lot of money, you could say, damn, Arsenio, you're a total dick now with money. This only exposes a little bit of, of well, not a little bit, but who you are. It makes mm -hmm. you more of who you are to begin with. Mm -hmm. And so and, you know, just to sum it up real quick, if we look at all the rich like NBA players, not all of them, but a lot of them end up bankrupt within five years after they retire. 
Mm. Why? Because they don't change the hardware that's yeah. installed and has been installed for such a long time. See, you can be rich monetarily, mm-hmm. but you're still poor minded. Exactly. And a lot of people from a literal standpoint, they're like, oh, no. And especially my African-Americans. No, I ain't. Oh, hell no. You ain't going to. No, 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 no. You come from a poor, a poor minded family. Mm. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about money was always scarce yeah. in your family. And so yeah. when I look at it and probably you could probably look at it from your life, Ebru, um, transformation coaching. For mm. me, had to be the biggest thing. And I, uh, you know, I didn't know that I was going to go through it. I had a lot of time <laughs> on my hand because COVID went through everything. But yeah, when I started doing like inner conflict therapy and this bang pattern and this subcoding and all these different things, I saw images that I hadn't seen in more than two decades. And no, I'm not mm. old as shit. I'm just saying like when I was younger, there were things that scarred me subconsciously that I didn't mm. know that was still controlling me today. And so the only way I was going to be able to fully fulfill myself and love myself for who I am and not become the limiting beliefs of tiny women out here was for me to do the deep work. And so, you know, what did you discover in the beginning stages of going through coaching? Um, I, I realized that, yeah, a lot of things that happened in, in the past, Mm-hmm. The, the experiences, not just at work, but in my private life, mm-hmm. um, stopped me from, from progressing. And, um, you know, before I had this fixed mindset that, you know, I can't do this or I don't have enough money, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that those thoughts came not just from myself, but from outside sources as well like you know family relatives um and what coaching has helped me was to really open my mind and mm-hmm. um realize that i've got to love my myself and i need to change my fixed mindset to a growth mindset mm-hmm. um and i started thinking about you know I can't, you know, if there's something that I want to do, I say to myself, I can't do it yet, rather mm. than I can't do it. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't have the skills yet, but right. I will, and I will achieve. Um, so I think you had the same thing where before your transformation coaching, you had a fixed, fixed. mindset. Super fixed. And then, <laughs> and then your mind just grew so fast. Right. Right. It exploded. Yeah. Because, I mean, there were so many days. I, I don't know if you've ever been there or if anyone who's listening has ever been there. That boy is almost naked. What is he doing? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at this boy. I'm telling you, Thailand ain't no joke. It ain't no joke. <laughs> um, this boy, big go put some clothes on. Okay. So I remember, like, I, there were times that I sat down, Ebrew, and I still remember in mm. 2015. I was buying all these different types of suits and clothes and do this and do that. I was following all these YouTubers that were very popular back in the day when they mm. were making these clothing channels. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to buy all these things because they, the people will then accept me and they will not look at me as a Nigerian scammer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Like, that's what my mindset was six years ago. I was like, Thai women will absolutely accept me once I start buying clothes. 
but the person mm. under the clothes never changed. Seems, yeah. yeah. There were times that I sat down in 2018 and I sat down on my bed and I was like, man, why don't I have growth friends around me? Why don't mm-hmm. I have people who are hungry? Why don't I have winners in my life? Why don't I have this? And I just started questioning more yeah. and more. And then obviously, ob- you know, what ended up happening and, you know, uh, what is it last year? Um, I finally, I was really grateful because after doing a, you know, a little collaborative podcast with the transformation coach, I didn't know that this was going to take me from here to here, but it mm. ultimately did. And I can tell you right now, the fixed mindset, a lot of people possess that because it's always a statement. Like mm. you said, you know, me, it, me, it's always a question. And I've asked my, that question so many times this year that I'm now, you know, the, the financially independent for the first time in my life saying, how can I do more? How can I do more? How can I give more to this? What else can I do to do that? You know, and and it just continued to like amplify and it it just multiply. And so with that, if you look at some of the, you know, the training that you had to, you you know, go through or, you know, the subconscious thoughts, what are some things that you always wanted and you got it now because you had to overcome a limiting belief? Um, One was the uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So for like, I would say for maybe good two years, I've been overthinking about whether um, I should have a YouTube channel. Am I good enough, or am I too old, etc. Mm-hmm. And um, my coach helped me with filming the first one. So he mm-hmm. said, you know, just be yourself. Don't try to be any other YouTuber, or you know, just be authentic. And right. just film a short one to two minute video uh, mm-hmm. for YouTube, um, and you'd be absolutely fine. And he gave me some some tips on what to say. Mm-hmm. And um, then I had the the courage to do it. And I had a deadline because I knew that he was going to ask me the following week whether I've done it or not, and I had to send it to him. Uh-huh. So that's where accountability comes from. Um, so once I did it, I thought, okay, this is not painful. The, you know, I didn't die at the end of this. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Um, and that gave me confidence to, to do more. I didn't focus on numbers at all because I knew. There you go. In fact, External, yeah, we're going to that next. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I, I knew that I wasn't going to get, you know, a thousand you know, subscribers overnight. It does take time, but I wanted to plant that seed uh, so that it will grow in, you know, a few years' time. Mm -hmm. So it's really focusing on yourself Mm -hmm. and um, having that accountability really, really helps Mm. because, you know, once somebody gives you deadline, then you're like, shit, I gotta do this. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I, I can't hide and I love my life coach, you know, so much that uh, I don't want to let him down. And most importantly, I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to have that regret at the end of my life saying, oh, I wish I had done this. I wish I wasn't so shy. I wasn't, you know, that I wish I had self-belief, etc. Now, you know, it does take time. It mm-hmm. does take time. You know, you're not going to become confident overnight. Um, but little steps will lead to you know, bigger results at the end. Right. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I was gonna crack a joke saying, "Hey, who was your life coach, Jay Shetty?" Anyways, but that's like a lower. That's like a that, that's like an under the table joke. So don't worry about that. Anyway, it's just a nice little joke between me and Andrew. Private joke, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm terrible. We, we um, love you, Jay. If you're watching, yeah, Jay. What's up, Jay? We love you, man. No, I got his book inside. I'm not BSing. Yeah. You know, I bring his book around. And I open the pages like every two months. It's terrible. Um, but anyways, if we talk about accountability, Brendan Bichard is one of those people who were like, you know what? I'm just not that accountable. You know, I need someone to help me. And he got on a call every month. It was like $250 with some guy. I forgot when this was like 10 years ago. I can't remember. He said it was the greatest well-spent 250 in one hour he ever got in his life. Yeah. And it's because when you have someone like that. And when you spend so much money. (laughs) You you know what I mean? And, and people. And I want to, you know, point out something before we go into investing, because you got to invest in, you know, you got to invest on you, Mm. you know, because a lot of people just believe. And, you know, I've given you those stories on IG with these people on Facebook say, hey, I I want some free stuff. I want free stuff. I want free. (laughs) And I'm like, bro, you're going to have to pay $240 for your TOEFL exam. And when you go abroad, you're going to have to fork over tens of thousands of dollars. Now, unless you get a sugar boo or whatever you call those boo things to pay for your studies all the way through, you're not invested in you right now. And it already goes to show you that you're off to a really bad step. Mm. And so, Mm. you know, uh, just on, you know, with that being said, um, external validation. So going back to your YouTube, a lot of people, and again, this is from like a coaching perspective because, uh, you know, I was just talking to, uh, what is it? I was talking to my girlfriend just now and I was like, Hey, listen, you know, uh, next, you know, next year I want to do this. She's like, dude, that's a huge price ticket in May. Mm. I said, damn. Okay. And I was like, well, I need to go to Johannesburg and do the transformation. She's like, why? I was like, okay, well, this is going to benefit this, this, and this. And Mm. it all made sense. And again, I'm not supposed to explain to everyone and help them make sense what I'm trying to do. That's the biggest, that's the, that's something, that's the number one rule not to fucking do. That's right. right? But when it comes to external valid, you know, external things that you want to get on the outside, you, your life coach helping you throughout that process. See, when it comes to things like external, I think this is when Gary V really shot a lot of people in their foot because Gary V is like, well, if you've been doing your podcast for two weeks and you didn't get a million views, you fucking suck. Mm. And this was like mm. that 2018 like culture of just giving up on themselves yeah. because they needed to see immediate results and they don't understand that it takes a long time. So mm. it was kind of like a huge mm. contradiction in his own, that guy, right? That's right. Yeah. But when yeah. it comes to me, I could tell you right now, Ebru, it took me four and a half years to get someone to pay me directly online for services rendered in the past. Mm-hmm. It took the ESL podcast two and a half years also mm-hmm. to get that first thing. So I had to invest hundreds of dollars into my personal development podcast and I got nothing from it. Mm-hmm. Nothing from it until this year. I finally got a couple of messages from a guy in Bahrain, another guy in Australia saying, thank you so much for that blog. It really it helped me get a job all these different things right mm, but mm. again like my numbers like with my podcast with different things sure i share my gratitude but those numbers aren't a representation of what i've accomplished in my life mm. and i think there are just so many people out there where they look at the external circumstances they look at the car they look at the mm. house they look at the things and stuff and all the materialism and they judge themselves based on that That's and this right. is why you look at so many stars and so many people out there 
who have like their lives are miserable because mm. it's the external part of it. And you look at this yeah. whole fake it till you make it culture, all these YouTubers throwing money and touting money all over the place. And I'm like, I could tell that you are just so miserable inside because mm. that money is not giving you real relationships. You got fake no. relationships. So yeah. from an external standpoint, Ebru, like what do you do now? Because obviously this is something that hindered you before, like, oh, I didn't want to start YouTube because of this and this and this. How do you go forth if that voice pops up again? How do you neutralize it? Um, I mean, I, I look at gratitude first, what I'm grateful for mm-hmm. and what I've, what I've achieved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I observe my thoughts. So you ha- we have to remember that we are not our thoughts. We have to observe mm-hmm. our thoughts and think about why Am I thinking like that? So is it something that is, you know, external? Did somebody say this to me? Or um, is, it, is it a belief that I have? So what I try to do is I try to, um, when I'm not talking to my life coach, I try to be, you know, my own life coach and say, well, you know, what are the solutions? How can yep. we overcome this? Yep. So I used to be, you know, before last year, I used to be, you know, we talked about fixed mindset and people with, who have fixed mindset, they are, um, they are problem focused. But mm-hmm. once you have a growth mindset, then you become solution focused. Right. So I try to focus on solutions and say, okay, you know, this is what I'm thinking. This is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. But let's let's focus on the solution, mm-hmm. you know, and look back at how what I have achieved mm-hmm. and say, you know, give myself a pep talk and say, you can do this. Just right. take baby steps, just baby steps. You know, it could be something like, you know, let's say um, I'm too afraid to, you know, do another YouTube video. OK, what's mm-hmm. the first thing I can do? OK, just open my laptop. Mm. You know, uh, and then next, okay, just um, you know, go on Zoom, and then next, just you know, talk, talk like you're talking to a friend while you're recording. Right. So right. just those little baby steps help me to achieve the the bigger, the bigger goals. Yeah, but it's nice. just really stopping myself and thinking, oh, that's interesting. Why am I thinking like this? Why do mm. I have a negative thought? Because you know, um, you're never going to stop having negative thoughts, but what to do with them is really important that you don't end up going into a dark hole, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, that again, comes all back to, of course, accountability. If we look at it, let's play, let's play this game. I know I threw this at you last time, (laughs) but you know, but it's not so much a game, but let's look at our success. Give me, and I love this. I actually did this on my personal development podcast. Not many people listen to this, but if I were to ask you, okay, and I'll go first. What is? What are you saying? Anyways, yeah, sorry. They're, they're saying some crazy shit out there. Um, what is it? Okay, so over the last five years, mm-hmm. what were your five biggest successes? So this is like from a coaching perspective, like a growth mm-hmm. mindset. Looking at the last half decade, Give me your five biggest successes. I'll go first while you think. Okay. And so, and so in 2016, I started up a podcast and the driver led to ultimately creating another podcast, which is massive in the world today. 
and how I have so many coaching students and clients online. That's number one. Number two was taking a leap of faith, leaving a job that no longer served me and Mm -hmm. was no longer appreciative of me. And I really wasn't going much. I wasn't really going anywhere. I was too complacent and I was complacent in such a toxic environment. Mm. So me taking that leap of faith into uncertainty was the craziest and scariest thing in the world because there were times where I got a job offer from the Honduras, Chile, China, and I forgot the uh, Spain. And I was looking into Tunisia too. And I'm just like, man, do I stay here? Do I stay here? Do I stay here? But that inner voice was like, no, Arsenio, there's still more to, that needs to be achieved. Mm, mm. You know, um, I think, you know, the another one of the biggest success, the biggest success had to be um, me overcoming me. The transformation mm. combination with the combination of um, I'm sorry, the transformation coaching along with, you know, the life coaching um, and, you know, healing sessions. That made me finally double down on me, get rid of toxic relationships and Mm. maintenance friends Mm. that were no longer serving me and finally quit the other part time jobs that really didn't give a shit about me. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. finally doubling down on what is working, finally having that clarity, having the productivity, looking at all the things that I've been working on from a personal perspective and, you know, how I treat others, developing that courage these had to be the biz- biggest successes. I could talk about the external things, such as the traveling. Okay, buying this, buying that. No, no, no. I'm talking about the entire process that has mm. led me to this moment right here. So yeah. by looking at this, you're looking at the whole broad spectrum of what you've become over the entire process. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing. I don't care about your Mercedes Benz. I don't care mm-hmm. about your big house. That's not going in the grave with you. I'm talking about your contribution and your service to the world. Yeah. And what I've been able to achieve is something that I haven't even fathomed yet. So that's what I, you know, like the five biggest successes, that's what I would narrow mine down into. So mm-hmm. Hebrew, how about you? <laughs> I don't know whether I've got five, but uh, I'll see what I can do. I think I have four, to be honest. With you. I don't even know if I stayed at five. I don't know what that was, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, um, I, I just want to say that um, I, I'm an extreme introvert. So um, things that I have achieved in the last you know, couple of years mm. um, have been huge for me. Maybe not huge for other people, but they have been huge for me. So... Uh, one was about two years ago, um, I opened my Etsy shop where I sell uh, digital products such as daily, weekly, uh, monthly planners. Mm. Um, and that was, a, that was a huge thing for me because yeah. you, you are vulnerable, you know, you open yourself up to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and I didn't get any sales, maybe two or three. But then um, this year, I think there's this, this uh, learning curve, the J curve, I, call it, I think they call it, like after two years, you start mm. seeing results. Um, at the beginning, you know, you set up something, you don't see the results, you just plant the seed and then slowly you're making, you know, sales out of what, you, what you're doing. So um, I opened my Etsy shop and... Um, and the sales have increased this year, so without any, you know, big adverts. Uh, uh, this, yeah, so the second one is my YouTube channel. That was mm-hmm. uh, huge for me as well. Yep. Um, and 
the the third one is creating my um, creating my course on presentations and public speaking. There you go. Um, oh yeah, of and course. And it's not yeah, as, and it's not easy to be honest with you to create that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but you know, this coaching thing is also about you know self awareness. And mm -hmm. you mentioned you know toxic relationships. Once I got rid of the toxic relationships uh, and, you know, surround myself with people that are positive, that are solution-based, has really, really helped me. And I've got, you know, so many projects at the moment uh, in the pipeline. I'm really excited. And someone who's, you know, extremely in introvert, right. I'm able to, to do these things, which maybe five years ago I wouldn't have even imagined. Mm. Um, and because of the internet and so many advances in technology, uh, we have no excuse to right. achieve what we want to achieve. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They, I'm, oh, man, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy, man. There were so many things that, you know, came to mind when you were explaining everything. Um, like, especially with, what is it, like, I don't know what it is that you said, but I realized, I think you said presentation skills or speaking skills. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I realized like in 2016, you know, it was, it was a nail biter. I got very lucky with the job that I told you toxic work environment, but you know, being able to stand in front of 80 employees at one of the biggest companies, mm -hmm. I didn't know that that was going to end up like opening up a lot of things mm. for me, you know, uh, you know, 2017, there wasn't much, but I was still working at the biggest bank. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, it's crazy. It being 2021 right now and looking back at 2017 and the relationships that I created with those people four mm. years ago, got a random phone call to, uh, was it two weeks ago? Arsenio, hey, it's Porn Pond. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't heard from you in a year and a half. She's like, hey, we're doing multiple courses. We want to pay you directly. I said, mm -hmm. well, wow, what a change. You said <laughs> you always needed a middleman. They're like, nah, no, no, no. We want to deal with you. How much this, that? Okay, let it, okay we're going to let you know. It's certain, like you said, it's the seeds that you planted in the past yeah. that could reap. And some people, they want like instant gratification and mm -hmm. they want things to happen very quickly, but it's not like that, no. you know? No. Um, and I think one of the things, one of the most incredible things that have happened to me, you know my story, me having to overcome racial discrimination here mm -hmm. from a perspective, from a coach, from a teacher, from a student, showing empathy. Yeah. I want you to know, like, like how much has empathy played a role in your life? A huge, huge amount. So, um, I think, um, yeah, just it, it helps you to, you know, put yourself in, in their shoes, in your students' shoes. And, mm. and um, you're, you're really there, not so much for yourself, but for your, for your student or for your clients. Yeah. Uh, because you're there to serve them, like you said. Mm -hmm. um, so empathy plays a huge role because if you're able to understand what they're going through, then you're able to help them in, mm. a, in a massive way. Yeah. Right. Um, I do want to say something about investment. So you mentioned about, you know, investing yourself. And, yes. Um, and I've done the same. You know, I've invested a lot in myself. But I think it's it's important to mention that you've got to do the work. Mm. Um, you know, the the coach is not going to do my work. He can mm -hmm. he can help me 
and it can guide me. But you can spend a lot of money and still not do the work. That's right. Um, so you've got to you've got to do the work definitely. But yeah, em- empathy plays plays a huge role. Yeah. And um, I think yeah, keep going. No, I was going to say you know it's it's important to find the right coach. Like you don't have yeah. to you don't have to stick to the first coach you speak to and. You know, when you look for a coach, uh, you will be doing a discovery call um, mm-hmm. with that coach. So it will be like a free 20 minute call to see if you're the right fit. So mm-hmm. don't feel that you have to stick to that, to that coach if you feel that they're not helping you. Um, right. Try different coaches and see which one fits you. And obviously you got, you know, the free stuff that a lot of famous life coaches have got out there and you know, you can, uh, if you like their free stuff, you can buy their, you know, uh, courses, etc. But mm-hmm. it's important to have the right coach, but also to do the work, not expect your coach to do the work for you. Right, right. And, and I love that you brought that up because, again, um, from 2016, I still remember 2015 when I first came across Les Brown. And there weren't that many motivational videos as there are like millions upon millions of them on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I came across Lisa Nichols interview on the Steve Harvey show back in the day, uh, well, 2015. Mm-hmm. And so I started mm-hmm. listening to a lot of his audio. But to be honest with you, do I still listen to him today? No, because I feel like I've upgraded. So you talking about, hey, look for, you know, you don't have to stay with the same coach. Mm-hmm. And this is important because there are different people that fall into different eras of your life. Mm-hmm. So in 2016, both you and I were discussing about Preston Smiles. I love yeah. Preston. I mm-hmm. haven't checked him out as often. I still believe he's beyond powerful. I love listening to him. But there are other people that I, I listen to, like Anthony mm-hmm. Trucks now, because mm-hmm. I need things that are more actionable and attainable to what I am trying to achieve now. Yeah. Because I got rid of I didn't get rid of everything. I would still love to do, you know, Reiki healing and healing sessions and stuff like that with mm-hmm. some people in Spain and other parts of the world and stuff. But me... Lisa Nichols, don't listen to her anymore. Mm. Tony Robbins, upgraded from him. Gary yeah. Vee, I used to listen to him from 2017 to 2018. But then after that, I'm like, okay, well, you just say much of the same thing. There's nothing actionable. Okay, mm. that's it. I don't listen to them over and over and over. You know, Trent Shelton, loved him last mm. year. Unbelievably important in my life, considering COVID, right? Yeah. Do I still listen to him today? No, because none of it's relatable to me and I've overcome the majority of that. And so now I'm on like growth a and Brendan Bouchard, Mm -hmm. you know, a Danielle Laporte. I Mm -hmm. still find her to be unbelievably interesting because Mm -hmm. her desire map workbook and her courses and the vibration that she vibrates at is something I've never seen before in my Mm -hmm. life. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I listened to Dr. Bruce. Oh, I forgot his name. He talks about sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I learn a lot about sleep. Uh, you, you know what I mean? So yeah. I pick different areas of my life that I want to get. Not be- It's not about just continuously. I want to get better. I want to get better. It's about just growing because mm-hmm. if you're not growing, you're dying. So exactly. <laughs> Ibra, when you first started at everything and people, you, you know, when do you finally say, oh, I don't really listen to him anymore. I'm going on to another person. At what point? You know, at what point do you like because there might be people out there that, you know, I'm sure people listen to my podcast, you know, mm. uh, two, two and a half years ago, but they don't listen anymore. It's because maybe it's not relatable anymore. You know, that's why yeah. I don't make it so much about TOEFL, 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 because I know after about one month. 
they get their score, they're gone. They're not coming back. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's very important that I continue building up on this. So from your That's perspective, right. mm-hmm. when did you start making that switch? So I, I started with, um, with Lewis House. So I read the book, ah, yes. um, The School of Greatness. And then yes. I was completely obsessed with his podcast. And I would uh, listen to it, you know, twice a week. Mm-hmm. And around that time, it was my, the start of my entrepreneurial journey. And I wasn't quite sure what, what business I wanted to go into. Um, so he was very good at um, helping the, the new entrepreneurs. Yeah. So what, what to look out for, um, mm-hmm. how to know what your passion is, uh, what business you should go into. And then mm-hmm. I joined his membership and that helped a lot. And then mm-hmm. once I, um, I knew what I wanted to do, um, I felt Lewis House wasn't um, relevant anymore. Yep. But then I looked at the more sort of like the practical stuff because I, I needed to learn the practical and that the plane. technical yeah, things to, um, to set up my business and create my courses, etc. So... Um, there, uh, there is Gemma Bonham Carter who um, helps entrepreneurs with um, setting up webinars and courses. Mm. Um, so that's where I'm at. But also, I love Preston Smiles, and I'm part of his um, Embodied Coach Collective membership. And mm-hmm. um, he's very good at sort of uh, pushing you mm-hmm. and. Um, you he helps you to be honest with yourself and you know he takes out all the bs um out of you so that Mm -hmm. you can you can you know break through that wall and grow Mm -hmm. even further um and he he helps coaches so um coaching like i mentioned is about serving others it's not about yourself but it's serving others right helping others but at the same time, obviously, you're helping yourself by serving, um, you know, the rest of the world. But, right. um, yeah, so, you, you don't. what I would say is, you know, um, have coaches that re- really push you. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they don't walk on eggshells, but they hold the mirror in front of you so mm-hmm. that you could see, um, you know, what you're thinking and how to how to turn things around in your life so uh dealing with obstacles that's Mm -hmm. that's a huge thing for me so you know you know this as well as you grow um your you know your circumstances change but also your needs change Mm -hmm. and um some people will always be relevant in your life but others you just move on Mm. um because they no longer serve you uh, so you go on to on to the next one. Yeah. yeah. Right. And get listen, people, this is about life. Mm. Like we're talking about friends. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah. Because yeah. Sometimes we just we feel so bad. Oh, no. You know, I've known him for 10 years. And yeah, he's been taking money from you for 10 yeah. years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know, I hate to put him on the back burner. You know, I love my mom. I'm so grateful that it took <laughs> a medical emergency on my behalf. Uh, whereas we finally started, you know, speaking again, you know, um, mm-hmm. but I realize like some people, they make a choice to just 
wear that victim cape every mm. single day. And what ends up happening is even it, it, don't spend your time trying to help someone that doesn't want to be helped. Yeah. You know, the whole yeah. idiom, obviously, if you, you can make a you can walk a horse to the water, something about a horse going to the water, but you can't make it. You can't drink. make it drink it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There we go. And That's this right. goes the same with a lot of your friends who you've been along for a long time, but they're just so toxic. You know, yeah. Gary V yeah. would say like three, four years ago, uh, add a winner, for, add one winner friend, winner friend and drop one loser friend. No, it's not about just adding no. and losing. It's about just having perspective and asking yourself, you know, is this person helping me grow? Mm. And I'm around this person. When I leave the conversation, if I go in with 100 percent energy and I leave with 50 percent and that person, it feels like they did more taken than given. Mm. It's mm. kind of like with all these trees around here. The essential th thing that it needs to grow is obviously sunlight and water, yeah. right? Yeah. So if I don't give it to it, it ultimately dies. That's and it. some people, yeah. they go into relationships and friendships with a taken mindset, just mm. take, 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 mm. take, take, and they give yeah. nothing to the tree. They go to the party and they don't bring a plate exactly. of food. They yeah. go there to get a to-go plate. And I think with those types of people in your life, unfortunately, this, uh, this will be family members. And for yeah. me, you know, it was a brother and a couple of sisters and me mm -hmm. having to do that inner work and, you know, uh, ultimately overcome pain and abandonment and stand, to up, to them. And stand mm -hmm. up to them and say, that's what yeah. I did eight years ago. And I was, was terrified when I yeah. did it. Mm -hmm. You see, you can stand yeah. it up to him and say, hey, I'm not going to do it. You can't come yeah. to me. I'm not an ATM machine. Exactly. If I give you a hundred thousand dollars today, you'll come back in a year saying you need another hundred thousand money. Doesn't solve money problems. You mm. have a subconscious problem in regards to money is not enough. You'll never have enough. And be, and until you do that work, I can't help you. Are you selfish? Motherfucker. <laughs> okay. You can call me whatever you want. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I'm helping you in a mm, sense. Mm. They'll never understand that maybe in about 20, 30, 40 yeah. years. But it's yeah, tough love, but they don't get it. Yeah. And um, and it's true what they say, you know, you're the average of five people that you surround yourself. And right. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I have become much more aware mm -hmm. of my friend's negativity since I've started, you know, um, my coaching you know, journey. And um, and it is true, you know, sometimes it's difficult to um change them you know mindset they they have to do it themselves and you mentioned about blame as well is when you start blaming everyone yeah. then you're giving your power away to them yes like you know they are controlling you and yes. it's it is really about you know taking 100 percent responsibility for your life mm. and when you take that 100 percent responsibility then you are able to change yes there's certain things you can't control but other things you you're able to change and stop, you know, blaming others because it's it's a waste of time, and nice. just you know, yes, get rid of the toxic people and surround yourself with positive uh, people with you know growth mindset, mindset. Mm. Um, and they have you know the same interests as you and they're there to, um, uh, you know, to cheer you on. They right. your cheerleaders as well as you know your their cheerleaders. That's, right. that's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And to, su and to sum that up, it's like, you know, I heard the other day, it was really funny. Um, it was like, okay, when you get mad, is the other person mad? I'm like, no. 
She's like, that guy that just stopped in the middle of the fucking road with two of his stoplights on for no fucking reason. Is he mad? No. How does he know that you're mad? No. Okay, if you hit the car or you or you, or you hurt your vocal cords by calling him or whatever you want to call him, is that gonna hurt him? No. No. Hitting the wall, is that hurting the wall? No. That <laughs> is an, a ridiculous amount of perspective because then mm. it goes to show you, like, oh my God, this person doesn't even know, but they have control over my feelings, my actions, my words right now. Mm. And once you give your control away, you no longer have control, obviously. Exactly. And so I think that's the greatest piece of, mm. of you know of information and for anyone who wants to you know try that thing i just want people to know that mm. some people are like oh it's going to take too long well the thing is time is going to pass anyways mm. Mm. so when the time passes when a year or two years go along you know go <laughs> go away you could have been doing this you could have been two years ahead of the curve already but because yeah. you didn't want to do it look the two years are already gone you lost two years and i think I that's a very simple piece of information yeah, yeah. And it, this is something that I, I realize about myself is um, that, you know, sometimes uh, I look at something that I want to do and I get so overwhelmed. And it's a bit like, you know, those uh, Christmas globes, when you shake them, it becomes blurry. Yes. And uh, that's, that's how I see it at first. And then once uh, it settles down, then I'm like, oh, actually, it's not too bad. And um, and it doesn't take me as much time as I thought it was going to take yep. me. So, yep. um, you know, that, you know, uh, Christmas globe analogy really helps because at the beginning it's all blurry, uh, but then once everything settles, then it becomes a lot clearer. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, give yourself a chance. Give yourself a chance to, to do it. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's all about trial and error. Um, if you don't fail, you will never succeed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And listen, like, oh boy, we could go on and on. I could tell, I could tell you right now, everyone could journal, journal yeah. the failure and journal the lesson you got from it. Exactly. See, a yeah. failure is a fixed mindset, but a growth mindset is journaling that failure and then mm -hmm. say, what was the lesson learned and how did that help me in present day? See, mm -hmm. if you mm -hmm. could fill in all those blanks, you're now achieving a specific type of growth mindset yeah. because, you know, and you are becoming and establishing that inner coach, mm. you know, mm. because again, not the, those coaches will not always be there for you. So no. you always have to ask yourself, you know what? Okay. How can I do this better? How can I show up today? What energy do I want to bring into this interview? What, ener uh, what energy do I want to bring into this specific presentation that I'm going to be giving? Yeah. What energy do I want to bring on this specific day? Because I know it's very important for these people. You know mm. what I mean? Like that is like establishing that inner coach yeah. and that voice saying, okay, I'm going to show up and I'm not going to judge the hell out of myself saying, oh my mm. God, I didn't do this. This didn't work. This didn't work. This. No, look at it and say, okay. How can I do this a little bit better? How can I yeah. attract more of this? Or you know what I mean? That's a and growth mindset. Exactly. And like uh, Brandon Bershad always says, you know, bring in the joy. <laughs> bring in the joy. Show. You know, we talked about the last time. Yeah, yeah. During our chat, it's yeah. always about me. Like some people, they listen to me. They're like, dude, you got so much energy, you mm. know? And mm. again, it doesn't attract that many different people. It doesn't attract Americans, unfortunately, yeah. I hate to put it that way. There are wonderful, a lot of people that listen to my podcast in America. Mm. Doesn't necessarily mean that they are Americans listening to my podcast. And it's because it takes 
you're attracted to different types of energy, right? If you have a low exactly, vibrational yeah. energy, you're going to be matching up with, yeah. you know, other people. You know, Lewis Hose is like, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the <laughs> – I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm turning you the fuck off. I can't do it. I can't do it with it. Uh-uh, yeah. Get your ass away from me. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, so just to sum that up. But, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. But also, also I think um, some people, you know – they're um they're annoyed with your with your energy but it has nothing to do with you it has all to do with themselves absolutely um and sometimes when you know people criticize us we think it's about us but it's not it's um it's about them and it's a reflection of you know where they are and um that's really really important to understand especially if you're a sensitive person like myself is not to take it personally yeah yeah Right. And I just want to put more perspective on that for all my Japanese listeners. I know you guys listen to me. Boy, I love y'all like I do my next breath. I just read an article that unfortunately, you know, the the highest suicide rate amongst children right now is the highest ever Mm -hmm. since like 1972 in Japan. And a lot of it has to deal with bullying. But the thing Mm -hmm. is with bullying, going back to what you had just said, bullying, it has nothing to do with you. And everything to do with them. And going back to empathy, which I just talked about just 15 minutes ago. Empathy, you will be able to look at those bullies. See, guys, I mean, come on. All the people who said, you, black man, low class, pimp, all those women out here, I have empathy for them. Because you have no ter- you have no idea how terrifying it is hmm. to put myself in their shoes and to see their myopic point of view yeah. of life. To see how dark and how miserable things are pure mm-hmm. melancholy around see when you do that you sit like when i see some women and they take a step away from me i'm like oh man i feel bad for her bless your heart <laughs> i don't i don't yeah. ju- i don't judge her and i certainly ain't judging me because i know oh you're taking a step away from me because you know i'm sexy as hell <laughs> or i could say or i could say oh you're taking a step yeah. away from me because man i feel damn i could tell who her mom and her father is right now i could tell mm. what type of friend she is i could tell what type of working environment she's in and yeah. i wish her yeah. the best I wish her the best. You got to yeah. wish bullies the best. See, a lot of bullies. I know it's hard to do that. I know but the, the only time I got in a fight in my life, I'm going off on a tangent. <laughs> the only time I got in a fight in life, it wasn't really a fight. It was a bully when I was 10 years old, 23 years ago. Mm, okay. Mm. He ran up to me. I was just done. He kept bullying me. He kept shaking me like very aggressively. I hit him one time and I ran because I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Okay. Mm. I'm a lover. Li- I'm going to say it one more time. I'm a lover, not a <laughs> fighter. Okay. I do not fight. And I didn't feel bad, but he never messed. He never messed with me again, and I never had a problem mm. with a bully ever again. People would make fun of me in high school, and guess mm-hmm. what? The majority of them are probably in jail, on drugs, or dead. Mm. And so, when you actually say, "Oh, his mother didn't give him the attention, so he's mm. trying to get my attention by saying very rude things," oh, you know what, man? I wish you the best of luck in your yeah. life. And that's exactly where they are in their life. Luckily, I don't yeah. attract those people into my yeah. life anymore. And it's been, oh my God, more than a decade since I've ever had to deal with something like that. Mm. But mm. just to put more perspective for all my Japanese folks, I know that, you know, you hear, and, and especially my folks in Korea, I know you guys listening to me in Seoul, um, oh, I could, I could tell what's going on out there. Mm. I see it by through the net and how the condescending tone, the superiority versus infor- inferiority thing that's going on out there. Hey, listen, yeah. it's all about power hungry out there. You just mm, got to say, yeah. oh, okay, all right. Ask a couple of questions and they might look at you crazy. But man, it's just about the process. Are you willing to take that leap? Yeah. And say, yeah. you know what? I'm not, I'm going to go against all norms here and I'm going to rebel the fuck out of this. Mm. I'm going to see how far this rabbit hole goes, you know, yeah. in regards yeah. to nature. And uh, uh, I just um, I just remembered something. Um, 
with, you know, when you choose a coach, choose someone who will ask you lots of questions. Yes. Because that's how you will become self-aware. If you choose a coach that's, you know, talks a lot and you hardly talk in your sessions. Like and that's me. The wrong yeah. Coach for- yeah. That's the wrong coach. Yeah. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Ebru. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, hey, 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 y'all don't fuck with Arsenio. No, I'm kidding. I'm not a license just yet. I'll be licensed next but, year when I go to Johannesburg. But yeah. yeah anyways. Yeah. yeah good. But it's, it's just um, because when the coach asks you lots of questions, then, you know, lots of things come up. In, in those questions. It makes you think about, you know, all your past experiences and what kind of things have stopped you from doing the things that right. you want. So um, it's, yeah, that's, that's really, really important. And I, um, when I do have, you know, my Japanese students, mm-hmm. I get them, I get them to talk because I know they, they're quite shy and, and, you know, uh, just get them, you know, I get, I ask them lots of questions um, so that they get to speak and not just practice their English, but also uh, make them become more self-aware. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah, right. That's and I, I told I, again, I could attest to that. You know, last year in the transformation coaching, like I still remember the first day, I was so excited about everything, and it was like basic fundamentals and stuff like that, and. I had to answer a lot of things about me, a lot of things. I I realized that like the three biggest things and drivers that were controlling my life at the moment was the COVID situation, me being very reactive to my finances because obviously I wasn't working for myself at the time. I was relying on other people for my finances. Mm. And there was one other thing. And she made me ask so many questions. That's why life coaching could be very difficult because they are not going to, they're not going to answer anything for you. Mm. And I'm very fortunate that the transformation coach turned life coach because now she's like one of the biggest ones now mm. at the time, mm. you know, and she's like, you really don't know why. Da, 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 da. I'm like, no, man, help me. She's like, the reason why you have so much pain right now is because you were abandoned by your mother and your father. And mm. it was the biggest gut punch and slap in the face. I swear yeah. I got off the call and I was <laughs> like, but I looked at it as a rewarding experience. I yeah. said, oh, my God, this is the game changer. Yeah. This is exactly what I needed because three year, three days later, 72 hours later, later mm-hmm. forgiveness set in. I didn't even mm. have to force it. It came. And when it came, all the relationships, friends, people coming into my life, you know, yeah. uh, you know, my mom, the energy shifted mm. and it needed to shift based on some questions. Now, no, That's I'm not right. saying that, you know, and so yeah. with that life coach, it's not about my personal experience it's not about ebrew mm. it's about them asking the deeper yeah. questions and for you yeah. to go back and to find it and to heal it in a number of different ways you know mm-hmm. so yeah I, Ebru's yeah. absolutely right it's 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 hard it is really hard mm-hmm. but um in order for you to to go you know to grow you have to go through it and you have yes. to go through that pain to grow through it yeah to yourself and you know to forgive others as well so that you can move on you don't have right. to t- you know uh, i do believe that you don't have to tell them you've forgiven them you could just keep it to you yourself. don't have to but, absolutely absolutely um, but you have to go through that pain yeah to you know to to grow definitely right. yeah yeah but it's <sighs> worth it it is worth it worth it again yeah. like i said you know some people say they have to go back and say no you did this you did that no no i mean the the that road i went on with you know the life coach transformation coach three days later next thing you know 
I got rid of this toxic relationship. I got rid of this mm. job. And it was all subconscious. Didn't know what was happening. There were a lot of things know. that were being said with some women who I had worked with like three years prior. And I said, you know what? Goodbye. You're undeserving of me. I was mm -hmm. terrified because that was 70% of my motherfucking salary. But, oh, you know, yeah. after that, I learned how mm. to make my, and I started getting. You got to trust yourself. Yeah. You got to trust yeah. that process. Yeah. You got to trust that process. And that process is the growth process. You have to grow mm. through it, you mm -hmm. know? And mm -hmm. so a lot of people, they're unwilling to do that. And yeah. Until you are, you're going to be stuck in a little bubble. And once yeah. you escape that, that's it. They're not willing to put put in that work, uh, right? To grow. Yeah, uh, right. and it, it kind of you know comes back to the instant gratification as well, because yes. people who love you know instant gratification, they expect to you know just like that, um, get rid of all their obstacles, all their you know blocks, and right. then move on. No, it takes time. It takes time, but. Right. Um, yeah, you just have to trust the process and be patient. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> a lot, <laughs> a lot of nuggets yeah. was shared today. My goodness, Hebrew, yeah. what do you want to leave everyone with today? Obviously, I'll be putting your Instagram handle. You guys already know how to find Hebrew. I've already tagged her on the num on a number of my social media platforms <laughs> and stuff like that. And so, Hebrew, what do you want to leave? What message do you want to leave with the people out there today? I just, I just want to say, you know, you can do it. Uh, get the help to achieve your your dreams. Yes, and, ask for help. Uh, again, trust the process. Be patient mm. and trust the process, and you will mm. get there. Yeah, that's it. And don't yeah. be don't possible. be afraid. Yeah, don't, yeah, be, don't afraid be afraid to ask yeah. for help, man. Because these people. Yeah. Who commit suicide they never ask for help and it's because that depression really just wants you you're set in stone sometimes mm -hmm. it's quicksand sometimes it's cement you yeah. don't want it to get to cement because when it's that cement you have no that's it you that's know it, you're yeah. just you know and unfortunately like out there in japan they have the suicide force yeah. and those people were set in cement you yeah. know what i mean and so it's very unfortunate but don't be afraid to ask yeah. for help and so yeah. <sighs> with that being said <laughs> Ebru, thank you so much for coming on again. Uh, let's see the replay and everything. I'll be sharing it everywhere. You. Podcast, you name it, it's going to be everywhere. I hope everyone enjoyed that. You guys make sure we follow us uh, to follow us on our uh, social media, which is in the description. And again, it was a phenomenal talk. That was one hour boom, just it like was, that. Yeah, okay, just we, 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 man. I'm telling you, we just let you guys have it. A couple of tangents. Okay, yeah. the tangents are always the best, too. Exactly. I don't do it too often because I'm exactly. like, oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, calm down. Just calm <laughs> down because we've got some people around here. They might call yeah. the cops on me. We know how that is. But anyways, uh, but yeah, anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And again, Ebru, thank you. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure, Arsenio. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who's been listening. Thank you. Absolutely. See you guys in the next one. Over and out.